It's an interesting little side topic, no reason to call it otherwise, that arises from the passage in Jude that we looked at on the Lord's Day, the book of Enoch. And the question is, does it belong in your Bible where it isn't, or does it belong outside the Bible? I think we can look at an answer to that and have a good time discussing it today on Beyond the Notes. You know, it's a, it's a fair question. Those of us who've been around the Bible for a while are, are very familiar with the fact that the New Testament extensively and repeatedly quotes from the Old Testament. And generally speaking, the Old Testament quotations in the New Testament, well, we can go into our Old Testament and find them. There are a couple of times where the New Testament author is sort of summarizing a passage from the Old Testament and tracing that passage down can be a little bit difficult, but quite often they're quoting a, a very precise passage from the Old Testament, and we can even run it straight down. They even name the author sometimes. But when we get to the quotation in Jude uh, 14, 15, 16, regarding uh, the book of Enoch, that the Lord is coming with ten thousands of his holy ones in judgment. Uh, we, we have a bit of a puzzle there because there is no book of Enoch in our Old Testament. Further, that quotation from Enoch occurs nowhere else. All that we have in our, in our Bible regarding Enoch is a passing reference in the genealogy of Genesis 5 that, that gives us the information about who Enoch was and, and who his ancestors were, who his descendants were, that he's in the bloodline connecting Adam down to Noah. And we have the information that he was not, but that God took him, which has been understood by both Jews and Christians to mean that Enoch, by some uh, marvelous exception of God's grace, Enoch never faced death. But there is a book, the, the, the book of Enoch, sometimes called First Enoch, because there's a second and third book of Enoch that are sometimes called second and third Enoch. But when you say the book of Enoch and First Enoch, you're generally talking about the same piece of literature. Now, it was interesting as I was doing my study in preparation to teach this passage, one author that I read and that I admired, in fact, it's one of the authors that I've recommended as a resource for your own study of the book of Jude is B.H. Carroll. B.H. Carroll is one of my favorite authors, but he's very much a man of his times. B.H. Carroll was the founding president of the Southwest uh, Baptist Theological Seminary in Fort Worth, Texas. And Dr. Carroll um, was a magnificent scholar. His six-volume work, An Interpretation of the English Bible, and I, I hesitate to say six volumes because it's been bound by different publishers at different times in different numbers of volumes. Uh, for all I know, the text itself now is in the public domain. It's a quite old work. But Carroll's Interpretation of the English Bible is his whole Bible survey class from the early days of Southwestern Seminary set in book form. So it's like you're getting to sit in Dr. Carroll's class while he talks you through an overview of the whole Bible. 
And if you're, uh, if you're into gathering for yourself Bible study resources, as I know many of our listeners are, your life group teachers or your Bible teachers in your own right, Carol would serve you well. But you must remember Carol is a man of his times. Carol actually takes the position that the book of Enoch is borrowing from Jude, that it's exactly the other way around. Carol takes the position that there's no evidence, and at his time, there was no evidence, that the, the book of Enoch actually exists as far back as the first century. Carol, I mean, yeah, Dr. Carroll speculated that the book of Enoch did not exist until sometime later in the first or perhaps as late as the second century. And so whoever wrote this book that purports to be by Enoch going all the way back to pre-Noic times, whoever wrote that book was borrowing language from Jude, not the other way around. Well, some decades have passed. In fact, more than a century has passed since Carroll wrote the volume uh, on Jude and the interpretation of the English language from the very early 20th century. And subsequent archaeological exploration and discovery, including especially the Dead Sea Scrolls, have led us to know that the Book of Enoch was circulating in the first century. But its origin is probably in the 2nd or 3rd century B.C. Now, that actually helps us with whether or not it should be included in Scripture because what that means is Jesus was aware of the book. Jesus was further aware that the book had not been included in the Hebrew canon, the Hebrew collection of what was known to be the sacred Scriptures. And Jesus didn't correct it. Jesus didn't say, by the way, you guys have left out a divinely inspired book that you ought to include, the book of Enoch, in your, in your Bible, in your first century Jewish Old Testament. If that had needed correcting, Jesus would have corrected it. We still have to deal with, with the fact that, that Jude quotes the, the, the source, but, but here's, what, here's what we can legitimately conclude. Jude, remember, is writing under, under the inspiration of the Holy Spirit. Jude is aware of other sources. In fact, Jude, earlier in the book of Jude, has quoted 2 Peter. So Jude is, is making use of other literary sources. And there's not a problem with that. That is not incompatible with inspiration any more than Paul's quoting classical Greek poetry in the Mars Hill sermon is incompatible with with the inspired statements being made by Paul and, and then recorded by Luke for us in the book of Acts. We can be confident that Enoch said what Jude said he said. If God used a non-scriptural secondary source to preserve an oral tradition from the time of Enoch, which is again far before the time of even Noah, then God did it that way, and that's perfectly all right. God is free to do things in the way that pleases him. But Enoch made that statement, and as I said in my message, that makes this statement from Enoch the oldest prophecy in the Bible, because the oldest human-spoken prophecy in the Bible. But we don't have to worry that Enoch ought have been included in the Old Testament because Jesus would have corrected that exclusion. Well, what about the New Testament? There's actually tradition in the, in the Ethiopian church that the book of Enoch should be included in Scripture. 
Um, that's a, a unique historical thread, and that's their position, although it's the only Christian group that has ever included the book of Enoch in, in what is understood to be scripture. The book turns up in some of the early writings of early church fathers, but only as a passing citation. It's never labeled as scripture, and it never shows up in organized lists of, of emerging scriptural canon that emerge as early as the second century, lists like this, and the book of Enoch is never on those lists. The early church never recognized the book of Enoch. Though it was old, older than most New Testament writing, they never picked it up and they never included it. So we can be confident that the book of Enoch does not belong in our Bibles. We can be confident that God may have used a, a snatch of wording from the book of Enoch to preserve a very ancient prophecy about the coming of Jesus in judgment until Jude picked that up under the inspiration of the Spirit and placed it in his little note, which did become acknowledged by the early church to be Scripture. And we can be confident here in the 21st century that we have a scriptural quote from a very, very ancient prophecy of Enoch, seventh from Adam. And with that prophecy and many others, we can be confident that Jesus is coming again, and when he comes again, he's going to set things right. Well, I wanted to kind of chase that rabbit, and there was not really time to do it well yesterday, and that's why I'm grateful for this podcast and a chance to go, well, beyond the notes. I hope by now you're liking and sharing our podcast. It's been my joy to be with you this week. Music